BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Now, with a look at local, regional, and international NASCAR racing, here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. It's been three years, but Davis found his way back to K&N Victory Lane, and we have the tightest points battle ever in the Division I NASCAR Wheel and All-American Series with a new face on top. Welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast for Wednesday, September 4th, 2019. Kyle Rickey joined by Davey Siegel filling in for Hannah Newhouse here on this Wednesday afternoon. Hannah out in Idaho getting set to race her super late model. So, Davey. Welcome to the show. Yeah, I, I think Hannah got a little makeover. She grew a little beard, cut her hair. She's looking oh, a little different. Please don't say that. Yeah, I, I think please, she's looking a little different. But hey, I hope that I can fill her shoes well. Thanks for having me on, Kyle. I think we're going to have her back next week. I know she's starting off for a week at the BC 39, uh, watching Dylan race the uh, the USAC midget at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and then she's going to head back to Idaho. Uh, to run a super late model at, at one of her NASCAR home tracks. So we're going to be, it'll be fun to watch her progress over the course of the next week or two. Uh, Davey, you join us from the NASCAR home tracks program. Tell us a little bit about you and, and how you got involved in motorsports. Yeah. So to make a long story short, I grew up watching NASCAR. My dad got me into it when I was really young and I was the biggest Kevin Harvick fan when I was really little because in 2002 at Bristol, I remember like it was yesterday. He ran a special paint scheme that had E.T. on the car, and that was my favorite movie at the time, hands down. So I was screaming at TV, Mommy, Mommy, that's E.T. on the car. And then fast forward however many years, and here I am now hosting this wonderful show with you, Kyle. So that's the Cliff Notes version. And then how I got involved with NASCAR Home Tracks. I'm currently the K&M Pro Series East and West reporter for Home Tracks. So odds are if you're at a race this year on the East or the West Coast with the K&M guys and gals, You'll see me there running around wearing a bunch of hats, but having fun at it. So I've been doing that for a few years now, and I've enjoyed every second of it, learning a lot about the series, about the drivers, and I wouldn't trade any of it for the world. It's been fun. So you were a fan of Kevin Harvick when you were really little. Correct. When Kevin Harvick first came into the sport, I was announcing here at the Stafford Motor Speedway, which shows, I guess, how old I actually Oh, please, Kyle, you don't look a day over 20. I mean, let, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Please. First show, and I get that buzzer. Wow, I, I'm killing it that's, already. That, that's not what Hannah says. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, since, since you are the NASCAR K&N uh, beat reporter for yeah. NASCAR, let's talk about some NASCAR action. Uh, last week, of course, we did the show from uh, Motorsport at the Canadian Tire Motorsports Park mm-hmm. with the NASCAR Pinty Series. So we weren't able last week to talk about the NASCAR Kane and East-West Combo Race at the Gateway Motorsports Park, now known as Worldwide Technology Raceway, a race won by Spencer Davis. You were there. Uh, good show, a long show that unfortunately, though, had to be cut short. Yeah, it was crazy. So I was listening to everybody on the scanner, and then I heard Race Control come over and say, guys, this race is ending at 6-10 sharp. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And then I started scanning everybody else, especially the top five. I heard Spencer Davis's radio saying, 
they got to be kidding, right? But they weren't. So it ended up coming down to a final green-white checkered restart. Josh Phenopoulos blew an engine with about, I'm not even going to say two laps to go. It was more like three minutes. But the track crew was able to clean up the mess relatively quickly, and NASCAR got everybody lined up for a green-white checkered. Sam Mayer got a good restart on the inside, but Spencer Davis just got a better one on the outside. Got a really nice push from Derek Krause as well, and we'll talk to him about it here in a minute or two. But he cleared him coming out of turn two and did not look back from there. Got his first win in over 1,100 days, Kyle. That's over three years in the K&M Pro Series. It was a pretty entertaining race start to finish. Unfortunately, like you mentioned, did not go its uh, advertised length and distance. But nonetheless, always a great show in St. Louis. Completed 98 of the scheduled 125 laps in the Monaco Cocktails Gateway Classic 125. Spencer Davis picked up the win. We will talk with him in a moment. Over Derek Krause, David Gilliland finished in third, subbing for an ill Ty Gibbs. Sam Mayer, the point leader, finished in fourth. And Parker uh, Retzlaff? Yeah, Parker Retzlaff. Uh, 16 I, years old. I'm telling, you, I'm telling you, man, this kid is 100 pounds soaking wet. He's tiny, <laughs> but he's got a lot of talent. And for Visconti Motorsports, who... Runs a part-time operation in the K&M Pro Series East. It's kind of like the tale of two different drivers. you got the veteran and Brandon McReynolds, and you got this new kid, Parker Retzlaff, who, like I said, all the drivers joke that he's, he's like the kid of the group, even though the group is comprised of kids. But he showed his worth. He steered clear of the trouble early on in lap one, and he just ran his own race, came home with his best career finish and his second career start, a top five. Pretty impressive result. Just 16 years old. The NASCAR K&N Pro Series East has two races to go at New Hampshire Motor Speedway in a couple of weeks. And then at Dover, the first weekend of October, Sam Mayer has a 30-point lead over Chase Cavery. Spencer Davis, third in points, 43 points back. Again, he will join us in a little bit. The NASCAR Wheeland All-American Series down to its final two weekends. And, man, what a championship battle among six drivers in three regions of the country. Nick Paninski, where did he come from? He is the current championship leader in Division One by 10 points over Jacob Gody, who also races at the same three racetracks that Nick races at in Wisconsin and Minnesota. We've been talking about these Virginia drivers all summer, and now suddenly we're not among the, at least the top two. Yeah, it's crazy the fact that those two drivers are 1-2 in the Division One standings, and they race at the same three racetracks. And if you follow short track racing, you obviously know these guys, but the mainstream media, so to speak. they All eyes were up in Canada this weekend on Bubba Pollard at Jucasa. But meanwhile, these two guys have been beating and banging at it all season long on all three of those racetracks, kind of the pride of the Midwest, so to speak, of Minnesota and Wisconsin. So it's been fun to watch their battle all season long, and it's coming down to the wire here. Nick Paninski will join us here in a little bit. Also picked up a win this past weekend at Elko and uh, is running for the championship. Right now, top two, second in points to Steve Carlson at the lacrosse fairground speedway and again two more weeks before that champion is crowned jacob Gody 10 points back in second philip morris who we had on the show a few weeks ago is third 12 points back mike looney is fourth who we also had on the show a few weeks ago 14 points back peyton sellers is fifth also 14 points back and stafford speedway modified regular uh, in fact he won here last friday night thompson speedway motorsports park regular as well in the modified keith rocco is sixth 22 points back, so what a whale of a championship battle there over the next 14 days. We'll watch to see who will be the Division I champion for 2019 in the NASCAR Wheeling All-American Series. Nick Paninski will join us here in a little bit, but after the break, we'll talk K&N Racing with Spencer Davis.
Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts, and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street, and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey guys, it's Corley Joy. Join me and my friends, Lauren Fox and Daryl Ma on the Sunday Money Podcast. As we talk racing. What happened in California? Like, what? Well, uh, you know. Yeah, they all sat in a pit road waiting for one guy to be the sacrificial lamb, and none of, nobody wanted to do it. And just life. Did you fall in love on TV? No, definitely not. I could not. Plus, you never know who might stop by. Young Ryan Blaney's here with something in his hand. I brought you our script because you guys are like our show, so. It's Sunday Money on MRN.com, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. <laughs> Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Last week, we produced NASCAR Coast to Coast from the Canadian Tire Motorsports Park and from the NASCAR Pinty Series Garage, where Hannah and I were able to uh, cover the weekend's action for MRN. And because of that, we were unable to talk much about the NASCAR Kane and Pro Series race in Gateway, won by Spencer Davis. So uh, let's talk. Gateway now with the the race winner. Spencer joins us on the guest line. Spencer, uh, first off, congratulations on the win and uh, welcome back to the show. It's been, what, three years since your last win in in NASCAR's regional series. Um, Yes, sir. Thanks for having me back on. It definitely has been a while. It's been, um, I believe, what uh, NASCAR reported was 1,181 days since my last win in the K&M Pro Series. Yes, it was, my friend. It was crazy. And I I talked to you after the race, and you told me this. You said, I drove it down so hard into turn one until I saw Jesus. So Jesus took the proverbial wheel, so to speak. I mean, take me through that final restart, man. You got a good one. Sam did not get a good one as you, but coming out of turn two, you cleared him. And then on the last lap, it was smooth sailing from there. Uh, Yeah, it was a really good restart right there. We had the second-place car second and third place car, kind of the whole race. And um, I knew it was going to take a really good restart on a green right checker. You know, at most, a five-to-go restart because, you know, after five laps, I feel like the 21 could get back by. It's pretty easy. So, um, you know, I knew when we had that green white checker, that was going to be my only chance. So, you know, my plan was to just execute, do the best I could do inside the car and hope he made a mistake, which he did. You know, I hit all the gears perfect. And uh, drove off into turn one, you know, as, as deep as I possibly could without just totally spinning out. And, you know, thankfully the car stuck. We had a real good one and two and was able to put about three car links on them and just held them off, you know, kind of blocked his, blocked his runs, you know, took his line, took his air off his nose and, um, you know, was just able to hold him off for the win right there. You know, luckily he, um, when he did try to go off into turn three and get to me to knock me out of the way, he, uh, he lost the rear of his car and slid all the way up the track into the marbles. And then from that point, I knew it was I knew it was good. I knew there was no one close enough after uh, Sam slid up to get to us, coming to the checkered flag. So I just started celebrating really hard inside the car. 
coming off the four all the way to the you know all the way to the flag stand. The race went 98 laps of the scheduled 125. There was a group of us in Canada watching the race on FansChoice.tv, and the PA announcers at Gateway were surprised to see when the white flag came out due to the time constraints because the IndyCar series ran after uh, the K&N series. How much of a heads up did you get uh, from from your seat in knowing that uh, you were in the final laps of that race? Um, this is just what I've been listening because we knew there was a time constraint kind of from the beginning of the race. And, you know, they came over to the radio. Um, NASCAR did about 10 minutes prior to that, letting us know that, you know, 610 was our cutoff. So we knew and, you know, we had a restart before that when they announced it. So we kind of knew ahead and everyone started going real hard. When that uh, caution came out for that car that blew a motor, you know, they, they told us that was we're going to get one attempt at a green-white checkered. So everyone fully knew what was going on and what was happening. You know, it's, I kind of think we were all racing the lap 100 right there is, I think, what they were trying to get to. But, you know, we fell two laps short. But, you know, every, everyone knew. Just the announcers didn't know, so I don't know if they didn't get a heads up or, you know, or what. But, you know, like I said, everyone in the pits and on track and up there in the spotter stand knew fully what was happening. Spencer, did this win have a little bit more meaning to you, given the circumstances surrounding it? You obviously had gone over 1,100 days, like we mentioned, since your last K&N victory. Plus, this is your first year with Rhett Jones Racing, and you brought them their first-ever victory in K&N competition. I'm sure that everybody on the team, including you, had to be extremely thrilled. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it means a lot because, you know, after uh, my last K&N win, I always used to win in a couple of races a year, you know, some unfortunate circumstances happened that year where I didn't get to finish the year due to uh, sponsorship stuff, and then I never really had a full-time ride. Um, after that, the Canaan Series, you know, I've bounced around team to team, just, you know, I wouldn't even say carrying my seat to different cars, you know, just kind of hopping in seats that I could get into and, you know, just staying relevant. And, you know, this year was, you know, real big for not only me but for Mark Rett and Terry Jones, too, over here at Red Jones Racing because um, that was going to be my first full season and came in that I get to have. And, um, you know, they were looking to get their program back to, um, you know, the status it should be at. So we um, we were both real excited going into this season. And, you know, I don't know who, uh, who was more excited when we won. I don't know if it was me or Mark or Terry. You know, unfortunately, Terry wasn't there, but I know he was watching on Fans Choice and getting updated through Mark Ritt. So, <laughs> man, it just it meant a lot it's just because of all the hours that, you know, not only I've put in this year with the guys we've all put in, but for um, just all the hard work prior, you know, staying in the seat and to get a win again. I know it's just one win, but it does mean a lot because, you know, I feel like I've came close a lot with a bunch of different cars. And, you know, we've kind of struggled at the beginning of the year. Not struggled, but, you know, we just we ran mediocre. We haven't been, you know, a car to beat. And here, the last couple of races, you know, we've definitely turned the wick up. We found some things in the shop and some things on the car that could work a little bit better so um you know this to see it all coming together you know it's kind of unfortunate that it's happening so late but you know better late than never it's just it's real cool to get back in victory lane get mark and terry in victory lane first time as car owners too two races to go this season including at the new hampshire motor speedway here in a couple of weeks seventh back there uh, in july uh, where do you see yourself and the team as far as maybe making some changes to improve on that seventh place finish when you get back there in, in two weeks' time? Um, you know, the, the fall race right here is always different from the spring race. The spring race, we have the VHT and the uh, Goodyear rubber from 
the cup cars as well as the nationwide cars. So uh, coming into this, you know, coming up into this weekend for uh, for Loud when it happens, it's, it's going to be a different track, you know. No more VHT applied. The line will be different. It'll be back to, you know, old Loudon, which I thought was better racing, as well as, um, you know, you have tire rubber from the Penty series as well as the uh, modified series. And um, last year, you know, with the similar setup, I finished third with um, with a different team, and I'm going. Well, we're going to go back there pretty similar. So, um, you know, looking looking to improve on that. You know, that's um, going through my notebook and Mark's going through his notebook to um, you know try to find that happy medium, try to get better. I think we definitely unloaded and just missed it the first time. We weren't real good in the spring race here with the um, tire steering number 30 machine so um hopefully we can go back and you know try to sneak out another win you know with all this momentum we have coming into this last stretch of the year it'd be nice to um you know ideally win the last two races obviously that won't win us a championship with all this because i feel like the 21 pretty much has it wrapped up given our car count this year but um you know don't ever know you can just go out there and execute the best you can and go with your own agenda and that's the win races which has always been you know what I go after, and unfortunately, you kind of got it nowadays. Spencer, real quick, I know you're only 20 years old, and that might be crazy to some people because you've been around this sport and specifically with the K&M Pro Series for some time now. I'm curious, how do you think that, one, your driving style has grown and matured over the years, and how do you think the series as a whole has grown and matured over the years? Because, believe it or not, you've seen your fair share of drivers come, drivers go, new tracks added, new tracks um, coming onto the schedule. You've seen it all in a short amount of time. Um, you know, it's just definitely changed a lot. You know, they've um, really made some good changes as far as the um, rules go to kind of tighten up the field, which is nice. But, um, you know, it's just crazy to see all the teams come and go over the last couple of years. You know, it's unfortunate with, um, like, two years ago, the closure of H. Scott, or three years ago of H. Scott, and then, you know, obviously we lost NBM. So it's Unfortunately, we lost some big teams in the series that, you know, were vital for, um, you know, for the longevity of it. But, you know, fortunately, that opened up some doors for some smaller teams to come up, get some equipment, and start racing, which is real cool to see, you know, more um, more father-son teams or, you know, just more independent teams, which is really cool. And as far as the schedule goes, you know, it really hasn't changed too much, but, you know, they've added, added some cool tracks. I'm glad to see them. You know, the one year only race, two races, they had a gateway and they had a Memphis, which was real two, two really cool tracks. I got the race last year and this year. So, um, you know, I think they've made some awesome changes to the schedule as well as, you know, adding two loud dates. I wish we'd get a second Iowa date again like we did back in 2016 or 15 and, um, you know, maybe go to uh, one or two more road courses. So just more races in general. You know, the, the schedule is kind of short and sweet. But it gives drivers time to race other things, you know, like super late models or if you want to go venture up into the truck series like I have been this year and some other drivers, you can. So it's a cool schedule, you know, Chris Chris Wright and um, and the guys over there at the Canaan and Garage, they do a real good job at the schedule each year. It's, just, it's real cool, real cool, man. That's about all I can say is they do a good job with this series. Two races to go, including New Hampshire, in just under two weeks' time. Spencer, thank you for taking the time to join us here this afternoon on NASCAR Coast to Coast. And congratulations again on the win at Worldwide Technology Raceway at Gateway just over a week ago. Thanks, Spencer. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me on. 
Spencer Davis joining us here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Winner, the latest winner, that is, in the NASCAR K&N Pro Series East coming last week at Gateway. Coming up, Nick Paninski, the new leader in the Division One NASCAR Wheeling All-American Series with just two weekends to go to try to run and win that title. He'll join us after the break. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. This is our house, the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and it's packed full of classic and present-day cars, including Petties, Earnhardts, and Waltrips, as well as interactive experiences, realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. Wheelin designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelin product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelin is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. We are heading into the final couple of weeks of the NASCAR Whelan All-American Series season for short tracks here in the U.S. and in Canada. And just 22 points separated the top six heading into last weekend's action including Nick, Nick Pazinski, who leads the way atop the standings and now joins us now on the guest line. Uh, Nick, welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. An incredible point battle uh, right now on the top five or six with just two weekends to go here running for this Division One championship. Um, are, I guess the question is, we've mentioned your name the last couple of weeks in the top five. Are you surprised to find yourself up toward the top right now, racing for this title with two weeks to go? Uh, you know, really, no. I mean, it's, uh, uh, you know, we've we, we seen, we kind of watched the points as we were kind of gaining on the guys, and we knew we had some, some big ones to throw out, uh, you know, and once we got to that 18 mark, it kind of put us on top, and, you know, we're, we're, we're just humbled to be part of this deal, and, uh, uh you know, humbled to be racing with, you know, the type of guys that uh, that are part of it. You know, like like you said, there's six guys that are, uh, you know, pretty big names, pretty good racers. And uh, like I said, we're just humbled to be part of it. Nick, we have a graphic up that says you got eight wins and 21 top tens so far this season. You've only finished outside of the top five five times. So my question is, what is the reason this season specifically? What's the reason for this uptick in performance for you? Uh, I would say it's a combination of things. Uh, you know, I, I, I spent all off season, you know, uh, starting in, started right away, not right away in October, uh, uh, building a new race car and, you know, building things my way and, you know, really, really focusing a lot on, uh, what it would take, 
you know, to run well this season. And, you know, we, we set our goals to run well in the cross. Uh, we have a pretty good uh, battle going on there with uh, some uh, local veterans. And, um, you know, it's, it, it, you know, I'm just uh, getting driven that way. It, I mean, really, it's uh, uh, spent the entire offseason, like I said, just uh, focusing a lot on what it would take. And, you know, then we had a pretty good season out, of, out there at lacrosse. And then, uh, you know, we kind of seen our points, and, you know, uh, seeing how it was kind of playing out in the in the NASCAR deal and uh, decided to kind of hit some other tracks. And luckily the car's been pretty good at, you know, a couple of these other NASCAR tracks, you know, Madison and Elko. And, uh, you know, luckily we're, we're able to keep this uh, points race going. Including Elko last weekend, where I believe you picked up a win during a, a double feature night of competition. You mentioned the veteran that you're running for the championship with at lacrosse, Steve Carlson. Uh, is that championship over yet, or is Oktoberfest acting as a points race for the late models there at lacrosse? Yeah, so they they do things a little bit differently. Uh, you know, our last our last regular season point night is uh, you know mid August, and then uh, you know that carries all the way over into Oktoberfest, and that the Oktoberfest is the last actual points night. So uh, you know, it's a a long, a long, long wait, and actually the last three years, you know, we haven't gone into the Oktoberfest, uh, you know, more than five points apart. So, like I said, it's a, it's a heck of a long wait, but uh, luckily we're able to kind of do some other racing uh, at some other tracks and, you know, hunt down some other points, uh, you know, on this NASCAR deal and, uh, you know, kind of keep our minds off of, off of the lacrosse championship. You've been competing against Jacob Gody at all three of those tracks, Elko, Madison, and Lacrosse. For for people that aren't fortunate enough to watch the racing at those three tracks between you two guys, week in and week out, take us behind the wheel. W- what have those battles been like for you in the driver's seat? They seem pretty intense. Yeah, it's it's been wild for sure. It's uh, you know, neither of us want to lose to each other, and that's just uh, you know good hard racing and uh you know I, i'm actually you know good family friends good buddies with uh the gaities and uh uh like i told him we're we're just gonna have to put our friendship uh on pause here for the next couple of weeks and, and and hash it out on the track and it's it's been a real dogfight. i mean it's been really really hard clean racing and uh you know it's just you know the gloves are off and you know it's you know the will to win is high and uh uh it's been it's been fun. It's been back and forth. Uh, no one person has the upper hand. That's for sure. It's been back and forth. Uh, you know, it, it's whoever whoever spends most time during the week getting things right. Um, you know, trying some stuff and uh, just trying to improve. With you and Jacob sitting one two right now in in Division One across the country, short tracks that that are under the NASCAR banner. What does it say? about the health of that region of the country. Uh, not only do you have the amount of racetracks and races to compete in, but car count actually goes a long way in determining the championship and how many other competitors drivers compete against as far as earning points. So car count must be good at these three racetracks as well to have you know two of you guys up there right at the top. Yeah, you know, that's something we've been really fortunate to have. Uh... Uh, across the board really is uh, a, a good full field of cars consistently. Um, that's, you know, that's really what's given us the chance to uh, be part of this whole deal. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not 
totally sure what, you know, those guys down south are, uh, you know, up against, you know, car count wise. Uh, but, um, like I said, it's, it's given me and, uh, Gady a chance to, uh, actually compete, uh, you know, with the rest of the nation really, uh, and I've always thought, you know, pretty strongly about our racing up here and, um, you know, we seem to get a pretty good group of guys week in and week out, uh, and that's carried over to, you know, each and every NASCAR track around this region. Yeah, kind of going off of Kyle's question, Nick, I mean, it seems like you two especially, and you specifically, it's almost like the pride of Minnesota. And and we have this conversation across all of motorsports talking about the local push for grassroots racing. It's one thing to talk about it. It's another thing to go watch it in the stands, but it's another thing to live it week in and week out. What's it been like for you and Jacob, since you guys are close friends, what's it been like for you guys to live it every single week? I know this is your livelihood. This is what you do. This is what you live for. But it must be pretty cool to have some more attention than usual on you guys, especially in the heat of this championship hunt. Yeah, to, to be totally honest with you, it's, it's been absolutely exhausting. <laughs> uh, we've done a lot more racing uh, than what we're used to. Like, you know, it's just me, my wife, and my father-in-law doing all this racing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we don't got no big crew, no big uh, team, but, uh, you know, we do what we do, and um, we got our jobs, and we do a good job at it. So, uh, well, like I said, it's been exhausting. But uh, to answer your question, it's, uh, man, it's just so cool to see, uh, you know, us be able to tell our stories and, uh, you know, us be able to show our showcase our talents on a stage like this is just uh you know not something i don't think either of us you know uh, have ever even thought of you know thought of being a possibility so it's just uh it's been really humbling uh it's been really it's been really fun to uh you know show people what we could do and um show people what we're capable of and and, and to battle it out hard and you know to have to really 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 earn it uh no matter what you know whoever whoever comes out of this deal uh, it's going to be because they earned it, you know. And we'll find out in just under two weeks, two weekends of racing to go before the Division One champion is crowned. Nick, as always, thank you for joining us here at NASCAR Coast to Coast. Best of luck to you these next two weeks, and maybe we'll be talking to you uh, down in Charlotte at the banquet here in a couple months' time. Thanks, Nick. All right, All right guys, I hope so. Thank you. Nick Paninski joining us here from NASCAR Coast to Coast, the Division One championship leader right now in the NASCAR Wheeling All-American Series competing at Madison International Raceway and Lacrosse Fairground Speedway in Wisconsin and Elko Speedway in Minnesota. Coming up, we'll wrap things up by discussing last weekend's NASCAR Wheeling Modified Tour race in previewing the NASCAR Pinty Series race coming up this weekend. Wheelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up two five and a quarter ounce bottles of Lucas Fuel Injector Cleaner for $8. Clean and lubricate your fuel system while increasing miles per gallon with two bottles of Lucas Fuel Injector Cleaner for $8 at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Hannah Newhouse right now at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, uh, preparing for the BC39 this coming weekend. Uh, so Davey Siegel joins us now from NASCAR. And, uh, Davey, a lot of racing this past weekend, including the NASCAR Wheeland Modified Tour there at the Oswego Speedway, uh, running the New York uh, Toyota Mod Classic 150. And Justin Bonsignor, a very little surprise, picked up yet another win this season. I, hang on a second. I hear a, a phone ringing. It might be, might be Hannah. It couldn't be. I'm right here. No, trust me. Be glad you're, you're Davey. This is great radio. <laughs> Oh, this, it, it could be Hello. really good. Hi, is Hannah Newhouse available? Yeah, Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Hannah, watch your language. You're live on the air. Yeah, it's really confusing. I thought that you were here. You grew a beard. You cut your hair. You got really good looking. I, I'm confused as to what's going on. Wait, I'm sorry. What? Oh, wait, what? Are you sure? See, nothing's changed. Crazy, it's right? just like she's on the show right now. You actually are live on the show. Oh, oh, good. Are you guys having fun? Yeah, we're having a great time. Did you, you, Kyle didn't screw anything up, right? Well, not yet. The show's not over, though, so just give it time. Oh, there's still plenty of time. Okay, yeah. okay. I'm just making sure. I, I had real, I was real worrisome that, you know, when with me being gone, that Kyle would, Kyle would really just fall short of, of expectation. Yeah, well, I'm still worried, so stand by on that. Oh, okay. Well, well, good. I'm, I'm glad everything went good. I'm glad you guys are having fun. Mm-hmm. Don't miss me too much. Don't worry, we don't. Um, how, how are things in Indy? They are good. We uh, got all checked in with our credentials, and Dylan draws for his starting position in the BC39. And, yeah, we're just hanging out in Indiana. I'm petting all the dogs that I possibly can. Shocker. And, yeah, yep, things, things are good. Things are good. Always wish there I was is, on Coast to Coast, though. Come on. There is nothing more frustrating in motorsports than getting credentialed at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and standing in that line across the street for sometimes hours. But I'm glad you got your credentials okay, Shots Hannah. Enjoy, wow. en- enjoy the rest of the weekend. Thank you. Thank you. You guys, you guys have fun. Don't, 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 don't mess this up. It's a lot of pressure, guys. I'll text you after the, the way, show when Kyle messes up. Oh, don't God. worry. You race this weekend, right. don't you? Talk. I, I do race this weekend. Tell us where. And how we can watch? Um, I am racing at Meridian Speedway in a super late model. Um, all the race will be on fanschoice.tv Saturday evening. Um, I think we go green flag around roughly like 6.37 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, though. So it'll be a little bit late for the East Coasters. But, yeah, first time in a super late model in almost two years. So hopefully old Hannah here doesn't fall out of the seat. I'll have my coffee. I'll be watching. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, if you can stay up and watch Darlington. You can stay up and watch well, Hannah in a super late model. I didn't, actually. I fell asleep after stage two. Yes, so. I saw that on Twitter. Yeah, so. sorry. Hey, Hannah, it's Craig. Um, Hi, if, Craig. You, if you could do me a favor, let's make Everybody's sure that, you, that your helmet doesn't get messed up because, you know, we need it back on the set when you come back. Yes, Please. yes, Thank I know. I, I need to get my radios tested because I was concerned that my um, backdrop at MRN wasn't going to be fully functional for racing. That helmet already has like five cracks in it from the hit at Irwindale and from the hit at Kern County. Okay. So that's not true because I have a different helmet. Okay. Well, be safe right, out there. Good luck and, and have fun. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Bye. Bye, Hannah. All right, Hannah. All right. Back to modified talk. Um, <laughs> she didn't seem too I, happy to talk to you guys. I'm just saying. 
I'm, is she ever really happy to talk? Speak to for yourself. She's just she's just wanted to know whether or not Kyle messed up yet or not, which we still have time to do, by the way. We do. Yes. Let's talk about the modifieds from Oswego because we're it. running short on time here. Justin Bonsignor led 81 of 150 laps. Fourth win of the season held off Matt Hirschman to claim the win. Ron Silk, Craig Lutz, Doug, uh, Bobby Santos, and Doug Kobe, the top six. Pretty sporty championship battle here. Uh, if Bonsignor can close in six, seven, eight points a race, it could come right down to the World Series at Thompson in October. 34 points now between them, but still quite a bit of racing to go this season for the Modifieds. Oh, yeah. But whenever you say Justin Bonsignor and Doug Kobe in a championship race, I want you to inject that straight into my veins. I know our mutual friend Kyle Souza, who covers the Modified Tour for NASCAR home tracks, he's been on it like white on race all year long, and it's been a hell of a battle. So I'm looking forward to see how they get on later in the year. They're back in action at their Riverhead Raceway, Long Island, in New York this coming weekend, and then in a couple of weeks' time here at the Stafford Motor Speedway for the fall final. Pinty Series in action this weekend at the Autodrome St. Eustache for the Lucas Oil 250. They are dead tied atop right now the championship standings. Andrew Ranger and Kevin Lacroix uh, tied in points with LP Dumoulin 22 back. They have quite a few races to go as well. I believe four left on their calendar. Davey, thank you for joining us. We might have to do this again next week, depending on how Hannah does at, uh, in her late model this week. Hey, we might have to. I'll have my car get some frequent flyer miles or driver miles, as they say, but I'd love to do it again. Thanks for having me, Kyle. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us in studio at the Motor Racing Network. want to thank Davey and Spencer uh, Davis and Nick Fazinski for joining us. For Craig Moore and Brian Yesowich, I'm Kyle Rickey. We'll see you back here next week. NASCAR Coast to Coast has been brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. NASCAR Coast to Coast can be found on MRN.com, Facebook, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved.